In this segment, I'm talking about how women or men or whoever is claiming that men are raised with this stigma that they're not allowed to be emotional. They're not allowed to have any type of feelings or sensitivity, blah, blah, blah. Okay, my argument with this sentiment is that in the more modern day world, and even in the past world, you know, even in the past, is it not usually the women that raise the men? I mean, the children in general, you know, it's usually the women that raise the children, right? So, how is it that these men, because I mean, this is, for some reason, the argument that men come up with where they say, well, I was raised not to show emotion or not to feel this or feel that and so on and so forth. And my argument is, I'm like, well, you were raised by your mother, right? Well, wouldn't that mean that your mother's not allowed to have those traits? Or that she's the one who told you you couldn't? Or, you know, I, I get kind of confused on this because then... The, all of society likes to sit there and say women are emotional creatures. Women are sensitive. Women are this. Women are that. But if a woman raises men, in a sense, you know, because usually the dads have been out at work or whatever, that's usually where they're at, you know. It's more of a, it's more of a modern phenomena that men are actually starting to have more time with the children at home and put in a little bit more of their efforts in raising the children. Whereas before, it's usually been, you know, predominantly the women. Where do they learn this type of behavior then? Because I know if women are expected, you know, women are said to be emotional and sensitive and all this other stuff, that means that the boys would pick that up from their mothers. Unless the mothers are the ones teaching them that. And if the mothers are the ones teaching them that, uh, that's where I. This is where I draw the confusion because if a woman's an emotional, sensitive creature, would that be her telling them that they're not allowed to? Hmm. That's weird because I don't think they do. <laughs> you know, so I'm. This this can, can makes me come to some fork in the road here where I'm just kind of like, well, either it's some bullshit excuse that's been made up by men to where they're like, oh. We're not allowed to do this. We're not allowed to do that. We're not allowed to do this. We're not allowed to do that. It's like, is it your family that's raising you to do that? Or is it your friends? You know, is it is it something amongst men that you guys are teaching each other that you're not supposed to? And if so, why are you holding the women accountable for that? Shouldn't you be angry at it? Shouldn't they be angry at each other at that point? Shouldn't they be going for men's right against other men? That makes sense to me, because it's like if that's if that really truly is the case, and it's like men say, and they're like, "Oh well, because of women, because we're not allowed to display emotions and all this other stuff." You know, that's why we are the way we are. That's why we're you know we're so callous and insensitive and so inconsiderate and yada yada yada. And it's like, hmm, right? Because uh, I'm pretty sure. That you should be angry at the other men for, you know, because I mean, that's got to be what you're looking at at that point, considering women are emotional creatures and they're sensitive. 
according to men and most women, that you can't hold women accountable for that. You need to be angry at each other. So where, because I mean, this is just my thoughts on this. And I'm not saying I'm right or I'm wrong. And I'm not saying that, you know, my point is better than anybody else or anything to that effect. Nor am I trying to feel superior. I'm trying to get to the root of the problem where this, this, uh, this, this fact or this piece of information or this is what men feel is the reason as to why they're doing what they do or acting the way they do. You know, I'm trying to validate that or I'm trying to find where this is actually true or if it's just something that, you know, whatever. And even if so, like I said, why are they angry at women for that? That makes no sense at all. It's like, because if women are emotional, it just doesn't make any, it doesn't make any logical sense at that point. If women are logical creatures that they're raised, that men are raised to be callous and unemotional. That just doesn't make any sense. You know, that would be that would either mean that the dads are teaching them that behavior or their friends are. And in either case, why are they angry at women at that point? You should be angry at the other men. And women should not be suffering that consequence. And if that is the argument that men are making, where they're like, oh, well, we're, we are the way we are because we, we can't show emotion and that's just how we've been indoctrinated or that's just what we believe or how we think, then if it bothers them, why don't they change it? If they're aware that that is, because I mean, if, if I was a guy, and I'm not, but if I was, and if I was trying to get along better with other women or trying to be a better person and I knew for a fact that because I was raised to lack emotion, I'd be able to sit there and identify it. Because, I mean, now at this point, if they're able to do that, they've identified the problem. Okay, the, the problem is they know that they are the way they are because that's how they were raised. Okay, so, oh, oh, all right. So you were raised to lack that emotion, so on and so forth. So you've pinpointed the problem. Okay, now, why is it they're not changing? Because, I mean, if you can sit there and place blame, why are you not able to work on a solution? Or is it that they're just looking to place blame? See, this is where, this is where I told you, I, I get stuck in this argument about this whole gender thing is because, to me, either side is full of shit <laughs> when it comes to a lot of stuff. And it's, it's like, if, if, if you're going to sit there and say, you, if you can sit there and pinpoint the fact that you, you were raised not to be so emotional, what's stopping them from being more emotional? What's stopping them from tapping into those feelings? They know they have them at that point. Because, I mean, if you're able to pinpoint that you're not emotional, you know you can be emotional. And you know that it was something that you were taught. So how are you not able to sit there and feel a certain emotion or feeling and go, well... I don't have to hide that. That's that's just what I was taught. I don't have to suppress it. That's what I was taught. You know, being self-aware and sitting there being like, well, because 
that's something that was in the past. And I, that's just, you know, it applied to so-and-so, and so-and-so is the one who taught me that, or my friends taught me that, or whoever did. You know, now I can do whatever. Now I can be emotional. Why, why, does it, why do they still not do that? You know, this, this, is, this is where I run into this, where I'm like, well, is it because it's a stigma and you don't want to be looked down upon? And if it is because you don't want to be looked down upon for showing some type of emotion as a man, is it because it's something that will be, as, as a consequence of other men, men's approval? Because, I mean, once again, that just leads it back to you should be mad at other men. You know, it's, it's no matter what, I, you know, I'm just trying to find the logic behind this argument. <laughs> this, where I'm just kind of like, well, this is the problem. Well, what's the solution? The solution is, well, who's the one that's sitting here giving them crap for being emotional? Who's the one who's sitting there teaching them not to be emotional and why and so on and so forth? If it is a predominantly male thing where men, the men feel that they can't be emotional because that's just what they believe men are supposed to be, is there maybe a reason for that? The reason that, they, what I mean is, is there a reason that they still continue to fulfill that expectation as a man? You know, is that because of other men looking down on them? Do they feel that they won't be as much of a man if they do? because of other men's approval? And if so, is that because that is what is expected of a man from other men? And if so, once again, why are women being held responsible for that? Why are they the ones accountable? See, I I'm, I'm keep running into this conundrum here with this, where I'm just kind of like, it's not adding up. It's not making logical sense. You know, I, it just seems like they're more interested in placing some kind of blame and saying that's the reality of it is that we're like this, and that's the way it is, so deal with it. And all the consequences that come with it. And it's like, but we had nothing to do with that. <laughs> you know? No, something here does not make logical sense. You know, am, am, am I stupid, or am I not getting it, or what, what, what? I don't know. That's why I'm asking the question. And I would genuinely love to have somebody, like, call in and tell me where I'm ate up, or where my confusion lies. And how I can address it and fix it. But, you know, I've yet to receive a phone call. So I would totally love to get one for somebody to tell me where I'm wrong or where I'm confused or to give me some type of valid argument as to, you know, a, a better excuse as to why the men don't change. You know, it, because I keep hearing this argument over and over again. Men were raised not to show emotion. And I'm trying to think back. You know, I, w I was raised personally with three siblings that were male. And I don't recollect any time where they were told they weren't allowed to show emotion. I, I, do, re I do recollect times they were told that they were supposed to be a man and be a little bit tougher. You know, not, not telling them they couldn't express emotion, just not to be like carrying on and on and on about something, you know, to kind of stop. And that's usually because the girls would have stopped. You know, they would have, they would have ceased to con complain about something still. But yet the male would still try to go. And so it was like, that was, the, the, you know, that was the, the mother's or the father's way of saying, hey, you need to, like, get a grip. You need to, like, tone it down and realize that, you know, you're not the only person in the world that's gone through this or had a bad day or whatever, you know. But I don't recall ever that, them ever saying, you, you can't cry. You can't do this. You can't do that. I mean... 
like anybody with their parents, I did. I do re recollect hearing the whole, if you want to have something to cry, I'll give you something to cry about, <laughs> you know, but I mean, that's how many kids have heard that in their life? Quite a bit, I'm sure, you know. So it's, it's, it's I don't know. I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm so stuck on this conundrum in my mind where I'm just kind of like, where is this coming from? And even then, okay, so you pinpointed the blame. All right. Who cares? <laughs> Let's move beyond that. The blame has been placed. Okay, what does that do? Nothing. It just identifies where the problem came from. So you know it came from your upbringing. Upbringing is over by the time you're an adult. Now it's time to make decisions for yourself on who you're going to be and how you're going to how you're going to act and so on and so forth. When you become an adult, there's nobody dictating that for you anymore. In that regard, you know, basically when you're raised, you're shown because not everybody is raised right. Not everybody's raised in a good environment and so on and so forth. So it's like once we become adults and we're able to change that for ourselves, we're able to do that. I mean, that's a limited, uh, that's a limitation that's being put in your mind by yourself. You know, it's like once you become an adult and you move out of the home or you're even then, once you become an adult and you're starting to make decisions on your own. You can decide to change. You can decide what what things were instilled that apply to you or what don't or what you want to keep or what you don't. You know, we all do that as we become adults. We find ourselves. What we learn through our youth is more of a guidance. You know, it's just they're teaching you what they know. You know, they're teaching you how they, how they were taught. They're teaching you from their experiences what worked and what didn't. And that's not to say that that's going to be the same for anybody else either, because, you know, that's, you can be faced with a totally different situation, totally different circumstances, different environment and so on and so forth. You know, that's, this is where I get the big argument with the whole cookie cutter lifestyle thing is because not everybody's life is the same. Not everybody's environment is the same and not everybody's brain is the same. And, you know, it's, it's, this is why there's no true guide to parenting. There's no true guide to, you know, uh, the way to live your life. You know, there's no exact manual on that. And that there's a reason for that is because it's the same doesn't apply to everybody. However, you know, it doesn't mean that you can't sit there and look at the experiences of others and say, hey, that might apply to what I'm going through right now. Or, you know, I'm going through something similar or things to that effect, and you're like, well, maybe this will work in my situation, maybe it won't, you know. So that's why I just kind of look at the situation with the whole, you know, with the argument of I was raised not to express emotion. I was raised not to feel. I was raised to this. I was raised to that. Okay, now unraise yourself then. And, you know, usually when I tell people that, I get that Blake stare like, what? I'm like, no, just stop doing that then. <laughs> it's like, if you can tell me that that's what your problem is, and you can sit there and pinpoint it, change it. Don't just keep reciting the same thing to me over and over again of, I'm stuck like this. No, you're not. Why are you stuck like that? Because that's how I was raised. Okay, nobody's raising you anymore. You're raising yourself, so now what? What do you mean? I, I'm... Yeah, I, you know, I, I can't, I can't break down this. I cannot break this down any further other than you decide who you want to be at this point as an adult, you know? So it's like, 
I don't know. It's like it's some kind of phenomenon to me. It's some kind of enigma to me. When people sit there and they get stuck in these limited beliefs where they sit there and feel that because they were raised a certain way, that is how they are stuck. You know, that is, this is how I am. I was raised this way. This is how it is. And it's like, okay, so you're going to tell me that, say tomorrow, all of a sudden you figure instead of living a sedentary lifestyle, because maybe let's just say that's how you were raised, you had parents that never went anywhere, never did anything, never saw anything, and so on and so forth, that all of a sudden, let's just say somebody wins the lottery, and they have a whole bunch of money, and now what? They can't decide that no, they're no longer going to live a sedentary lifestyle, and they're going to go travel the world, or do something interesting, or go meet new people, or do, you know, because that limitation is no longer there. Because maybe that's the limitation that was there with their with their folks, you know, with the people they were raised with. That limitation was they didn't have the money or the means to live that type of lifestyle where they were active, out doing all this other stuff. But then it comes across, your, you know, it comes across that, you know, because this is a big old hypothetical. You know, say it comes across somebody's lap and all of a sudden they're like, damn, now I got all this money, now what do I do? You're just going to sit there. Some people are going to actually be like, oh, I'm going to go out and I'm going to go do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And it's like, so, you know, you just basically unraised yourself from that sedentary lifestyle because now you were given the means in order to do so. Lifting that limitation off your mind. So this is, this is where I get the argument, you know. Or some people will be... <clears throat> some people will just see how their parents live their lives and they'll be like, well, that's the only way there is. It's like, no. That's not the only way there is to live your life. It's however you, you know, decide. You know, you just got to take your principles, your values, your morals. All that wonderful core stuff. And apply it to the life that you want to live. But you don't sit there and, you know, say you're doomed to be exactly like your parents. If you don't need to be or if you don't want to be. It's, it's each individual's future. So... <clears throat> This is basically where, you know, it's, this is all going through my mind when I sit there and I think about this whole argument when a man is like, I can't show emotions. And it's like, okay, but I know for a damn fact, if you had a million dollars fall on your lap, things would fucking change. In an instant. You know, and it's like, how is getting a bunch of money in your lap any different than just changing your perspective? Or changing, you know those limits that are in somebody's mind where they're like, I can't or I can't do something because that's just how it was when they grew up. See, I, I, that's where I, I don't know. But like I said, I'm not a doctor of any kind. I'm not a lawyer, a scientist, none of these things. Okay, just somebody who's thinking about this. You know, because you know, when people ask me stuff, I want to be able to have a good answer. And if if somebody's going to bring something up like this to me as an argument, where they're like, I can't show emotion, this is, you know, this is what's going to be going through my mind. I'm going to be like, how is that? You know, it's, that's going to be my first response is, how the hell is that? You know, because I was raised that way. I'd be like, what are you, five? Are you still getting raised or what? What's going on? <laughs> you know, why are you still believing that when you're, Okay, so don't do that, is what I would tell them. Go ahead. Cry. I don't give a shit. <laughs> That's exactly what I tell them. But then you got all these men these days that have all this resentment towards all these people because that's, and that's, that's, 
that's a lot of the times what they'll give you as an excuse. I was raised not to show emotion, so on and so forth. And it's like, and that's my fault? No. It's like, that's not, it's not my fault that you were raised that way. Nor should you be taking it out on anybody else. Nor should you take it out on your parents. Because at that point, it's to me, personally, from my perspective, that's somewhat using it as an excuse to be a dickhead. Basically, because it's like, like I said, your parents raise you the best they can. They, they raise you according to what they know. They raise you according to what works for them, and so on and so forth. It doesn't mean it's going to work for everybody. And to sit there and hate your parents or hold them accountable when once you become of the age where you can change things for yourself, it starts to get a little redundant and ridiculous as an excuse. Because at that point, it's like, well, you're in charge of yourself at this point and what you believe and how you want to act, you know, and who you want to be. Why are you still holding your parents accountable for that? You know, at some point, you got to pop the tit out of your mouth. And that's just my opinion on it. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who are like, fuck you. Uh, yeah, whatever. It's like, don't be a hater just because I express an opinion. I could be right. I could be wrong. I don't really care. I'm not here to win the argument. I'm just here to try to give a different type, different angle, you know, or perception of what, how it can be, how the situation can be viewed from outside of some of oneself. You know, because I mean, we, we all do get kind of self-absorbed at times and not realize that there are other angles of approach to solving a problem when it comes to our personal dilemmas. And I just get frustrated sometimes when people totally forget that there are other approaches or different solutions to certain problems just because they're not thinking outside of their own experiences or they're not trying to think outside of the box and they just get this stuck in this limited mindset where they're like well this is the way things are and that's the way it is and nothing will change blah blah blah, blah. it's like oh my god <laughs> that's what goes through my head oh my god <laughs> just stop just, just, just stop right there let's just totally reconfigure everything okay stop number one stop being so you know catastrophic in your mind where you're like everything is this way and that's the way it is forever <laughs> And it's like, you know, if a rock falls in the river, it changes which way the river flows. Just saying. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't mean that just, you know, everything is not always set in stone in that way. And as human beings, we're smarter than that. As human beings, we're more flexible than that. Our brains are more neuroplastic than that. And when I hear people just be like, having these set mindsets, it's just kind of like... Well, you know, it's kind of you who's holding yourself back. You know, let this stop, you know, let this, the way that this mindset that you have about it go. Just let it go, you know. And, oh, the resistance some people put up for that. And <laughs> you're just kind of like, why are you doing this? Why are you making this harder than it needs to be? <laughs> you know, just try it. If it doesn't work, go back to what you were doing. You know, it's just... I don't know, especially with these more modern generations where everybody's just kind of like, if I do that, everything is like this. And it's like, oh my God, chill the fuck out. If you try this, it doesn't mean that that's always the way things are going to be. It's like, if you don't like it, it doesn't work, don't do it. At least you can say you tried. It's like trying is like, ugh. The worst thing anybody can do. And it's just, so, you know, kind of, to me, that goes through my head. is like, grow up, you know. 
<laughs> you know, but whatever. Anyways, this is just my opinion on the matter. You take it or leave it. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a psychiatrist. I cannot give you any legal advice. Da, 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 da. You know the spiel. You know, it's just one of those things. You, you, you want to listen to my opinion and say, fuck me. I'm a stupid bitch. Fine. I really don't care if that's how you feel. I mean, kind of rude if, if that's, how, that's, that's, that's the reaction you would give me. But, I mean, to each their own. You know, uh, but that's all I really have on that one. I just thought I'd kind of express my feelings on that. And just hopefully people won't keep using that as an excuse for, for their argument. But because to me personally, it's an excuse. But it doesn't mean it necessarily is. I could be wrong. You know, but I mean, if something can be easily changed with the way that somebody just, their mindset or their perception or their limited beliefs about a certain situation, it kind of is an excuse at that point, to, in my opinion, because it can be changed. If it can be changed, and then all somebody's got to do is try, you know, that just makes you a dick if you're sitting there making people feel bad for a personal problem. You know, and, 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 and saying that you can't express emotion because I've met plenty of men that feel they can't. You know, they don't sit there and say, well, I wasn't raised like that. Because with it, they'll give me that cross look like, what? <laughs> Are you crazy? I wasn't raised like that. They're like, I can cry if I want to, <laughs> you know? I could, yeah, I can tell somebody I'm angry if I want to. I'm not going to, no. You know, it's like it just stop staying stuck in the past at that point is all I can really say to somebody and just take your own life in your own hands and grow as a person you know develop yourself because once you become an adult it's no longer your parents responsibility to develop you anymore and when you're still holding them responsible for that as an adult it's just it really is more of an excuse at that point and at some point you have to sit there and take responsibility for who you are you know, your attitude and your behavior, you know, it's, you should be proud of what you make out of yourself, not sit here and try to hold other people, you know, try to badmouth other people for the way you are. You should just be like, oh, well, I am who I am and I can change who I am whenever I see fit to be a better person. And I'm not saying that's easy. Because it's not. Sometimes it's really hard. Okay, it's much easier said than done. Okay, but, I, but what I'm trying to say is it's not impossible. It's just a matter of how bad you want it. You know? If you sit there and you run across somebody, and this is just a hypothetical, but you say you got, you're a guy and you have the most perfect person for you come across your path she's beautiful she's kind compassionate considerate loves you for who you are if you smell bad or you talk funny or you look kind of quirky or you got some teeth that aren't exactly straight or perfect but she loves everything about you just because of who you are that's the one for you at that point. And are you really going to let, you know, something like an attitude or behavior 
lose that opportunity to be able to spend the rest of your life with somebody who makes you feel complete, who makes you feel good, who makes you love yourself so that you're able to love her, to love all those around you, to make people happy because you want to make people happy, not because you're obligated to, but because it feels good. You know? Because those type of people do exist. But if we limit ourselves and we try to make excuses for ourselves to where we're not able to accept others like that into our lives because we're holding on to our pain or we're holding on to our past or we're holding on to our flaws and our faults so tightly that we totally miss the perfect opportunity to take or accept or welcome what would make us feel happy. This is one of the biggest disservices we could ever do to ourselves. You know, and I just, I don't like seeing that happen to people. I really don't. Not when it's something so simple as just letting go of a limited belief where somebody feels that they're just trapped to be or doomed to be a certain way. You know, I don't know. It's just, it's sad because I've seen it. I've seen it happen where you're like, that couple is perfect together. But there's something that has going on between them that's so stupid and so petty that they end up, you know, dissolving their relationship. When if they would have just removed something that was so stupid and petty that they would have lived happy lives together and always been there for each other and had each other's backs and just made that union that is beautiful, you know, like love, real love. But that's, you know, it's just my observations. and I don't know. I just get really upset when I hear that argument where I'm like, there are so many people being done so much disservice right now because of these limited beliefs that everyone has. And I just know every day I'm hoping for the best for everyone. I'm not a doctor, psychiatrist, psychologist, lawyer, whatever. You know, this, you know the spiel. I'm just somebody with an opinion. I like to observe a lot. Take it or leave it. You know, you know it's not something you have to listen to. It's not something you have to apply in your life or anything to that effect. It's just put some food for thought. Just something to hear. Something to kind of, you know, waste time, I guess. But, I don't know. Like I said, I, my, my opinion could be totally wrong, and there could be some really good valid argument against it. And I'd be totally open to listening to it and trying to see from somebody else's point of view. And then at that point, I'd try to look at it from some other perspective other than my own to try to see if there'd be some solution to that. So, you know, I'm always open to somebody leaving me a voice message to kind of make me think. You know, so I can update my segments and my episodes and be like, hey, somebody brought up a really good point, <laughs> you know, or somebody said this and it was like, oh, you know, that's true. Or that that totally that totally can apply, you know, and I don't know. I'm just still waiting, <laughs> you know, but one day I suppose I'll get it.
Uh, thanks for listening and hopefully uh, give you a little something to think about.